Hi dear listeners welcome back to the opportunist a podcast series by Storycast I am Saurabh Aswale and in today's session we have one of the top influencers in education and entrepreneurship sector and to be honest I personally idolize him for his contribution in this area I welcome Professor Sushant Joshi sir at this podcast session and in today's session we will talk about a word of caution for entrepreneurship but right before that I would request Professor Joshi to give a short introduction about himself and his area of work It's it's great pleasure to be amongst you and uh, talking to you I am Dr Sushant Joshi I have uh, uh, completed my PhD in management uh, I'm uh, basically a engineer by qualification and then i did my uh, management studies and phd in management i'm presently working as associate professor at kls imer belgami um i have presented about 20 plus papers research papers in uh, national and international conferences and national and international journals my area of uh, interest include entrepreneurship leadership management strategic management and marketing management uh, i'm happy to be with you all same year sir same year and it's pleasure to listen from you thank you all right okay so let's begin with the topic that is a word of caution for entrepreneurs sir you have so much of uh, vast experience in teaching field and also you mentor to many of the startups here in karnataka and in belgaum what is that piece of advice you would want to give to all those young generation and uh, generation z the upcoming generation what we consider them as what caution or what precautions they should be considered when it is uh, when, they, when they should think about entrepreneurship right uh, in fact sir this is a very pertinent question because you know let me begin uh, uh, by congratulating and saying that um, it's a great to see hundreds of enthusiastic creative youngsters trying to live up their dream and uh, starting their own ventures it's really heartening to see that um at the same time uh, we have we have seen that in the past few years the startup culture is picking up in india and has seen a reasonable success many startups like paytm ola zomato kyofit bombay shaving company native chef and so many of them have seen a reasonable success but at the same time Uh, i also observe a long list of failures as well and that worries me a little and that's why i thought that i should be uh, talking to you on the on on the pitfalls that, that are possible in in the your journey of journey as an entrepreneur right i i'm i i don't intend to discourage anybody i don't uh, my intention is not at all to discourage any startup but based on my uh, limited research and hands on experience working with the startups i wish to definitely give some word of caution and tell you about the possible pit- pitfalls leading to the failure of a great idea or a potentially successful venture which is going nowhere right um let let me give you some um, you know uh, statistics the study conducted by forbes uh, across the world and a study conducted by institute of business value and oxford economics in india has shown that 90% of the startups fail within a 5 years of its inception itself they don't grow to make it a big there are many reasons for this failure uh, such as lack of unique idea 
ipr issues finance marketing and so many of them but today i wish to talk to you about the entrepreneur ventures which see a success in the initial phase but fail to capitalize on the initial success and pitfalls leading to the limited uh, success or a failure so i wish to talk about this particular these kind of uh, you know ventures which have seen a limited success initially but over a period of time they could not capitalize on it i feel that there are two major issues one is which we which i call it as a failure of success and the second one which i call it as satisfactory underperformance right now uh, let us understand what is this failure of success we all know that uh, the failure failure is the first stage of success uh, we have we have heard of this and we have seen this that uh, you know even if there is a failure you keep on trying and then you will achieve success that's why they say that you know failure is the first step of success don't worry about the failures yes which is absolutely right yes. but at the same time a critical analysis of certain cases show that there is a uh, success could also be a major reason for your failure now this looks a little odd but let me explain it to you sure sir success can be a first step of failure itself of course with the conditions apply let me let let us examine examine this particular phenomena yeah it's important to note that it's easy to handle a failure as we are aware of the reasons of failure isn't it yes very true because, because you know that there are certain things which have gone wrong and you are trying to correct it so you know exactly what has gone wrong and you are taking care of it so it's much easier to handle the failure because you are aware of things yes but what happens with the success let us see see um, it is always they always say that let the success not get into your head because it's a difficult to handle the success right uh, because when you are successful you everything seems to be under control what i call it as all is well syndrome see it's a very good to uh you know talk about all is well in a movie and then <laughs> laughing about it and thing talking about it but let me tell you for an entrepreneur all is well is a major problem it's a i call it as all is well syndrome i agree sir, because I it can it can set in and uh, what happens is you start you tend to start enjoying your success you tend to start at you know uh, enjoying the attention that you receive you are called at various places you are given awards as a startup and things like that which is very natural to enjoy this kind of success but at the same time we cannot afford to ignore issues which needs an attention right even if there is a small problem it needs to be attended and resolved got it there are and that's why i call handling success is much difficult than that of handling a failure and i call it as all is well syndrome because you are uh, enjoying the glory of your success you are enjoying all the attention and in that whole process you may tend to lose a focus on the problems which is growing and that could lead to a major failure let us examine this there is a hierarchy of success leading to failure the success may, may lead to a complacency now what do you mean by that this is a first stage complacency uh, you could have feeling that whatever you are doing is right and all the problems that are outside of you out outside of your organization itself there could be a tendency of ignoring uh, 
suggestions by your mentors critical views of well wishers mm-hmm. and you start denying that there is a problem with you right now denial is a second stage so first stage is a complacency you are complacent about yourself the second stage the complacency can lead to a denial now you start denying that there is a problem now that itself is a problem right now right. this escalate because uh, of the denial you uh, don't oh, you overlook that problem you don't try to resolve that problem and that would go into a escalation mode and the smaller issue would turn out to be a major hurdle for your growth in the future true this is the third stage which i call it as finger pointing now what happens with the denial you get into a trouble your trouble starts mounting isn't it Right. and once the trouble start mounting uh you know because of your ego that you have already denied that there is a problem with you you start finger pointing at others everything else other than you and trying to make them or that particular issue are responsible for your failures and say that everything is right with me but the economy is down government policies are bad uh so and so forth right. so you are basically looking at uh, finger pointing yes. this is i call it a third, third stage right right and now this uh, this would lead to a complete failure and rather this i call it as a perfect recipe of for failure uh-huh. okay yes. so we are looking at three four stages of failure, from success to failure first complacency second denial third finger pointing and leading to a failure right now this needs to be understood and taken care of that's why i'm i call it as a word of caution yes very true sir let, let me give you an example because this may look a theoretical you know and some may say that academicians would talk theoretical let me give you a case study <laughs> definitely sir we all, we all know that uh, we all are aware of a company called nokia right yes. we all use the nokia phones you know as our first phone i still yes. remember my first phone as a nokia phone uh that small phone uh, 3110 yes. which i like most so now <laughs> yes. let's look at that case once an undisputed market leader almost a monopoly had to sell off their hardware business to microsoft very true sir yes within, within just span of 10 years at the core of this was a failure of success now let's understand this the market leader as a market leader they continued to manufacture feature phones you know 3110 1110 and you know so and so forth you know, they came with a n series n90 and n72 n70 uh, 70 and all that yes. but they still con- they still continue to manufacture feature phones right at the same time the competitors like samsung and sony's started adopt- adopting a smart smartphone technology by taking android platform which was made available free as a open source by google true and when people started migrating towards a smartphone nokia still continued with the symbian uh, operating system yes yes so that was complacency they said that whatever we are doing is right we don't have to worry about the others and they uh, constantly were into denial mode of changing their technology Mm-hmm. and then they get into a finger pointing mode and what happened ultimately was a biggest failure that we saw in the first uh, decade of a millennium yes and nokia had to sell their hardware business to uh, microsoft 
now let's look at this can happen to any startup true so remember this pitfall and make sure that you don't fall into this trap i call it as a tra- trap itself yes. a trap of your success uh, they have the the entrepreneurs have to be alert about the even the smaller issues faced by the firm and avoid living in the glory of a success true enjoy the success but don't get blinded by the success that's my word of caution yes yes so that is failure of success for you that's the first failure right first point okay now let's go to the second issue i called it as satisfactory underperformance okay sir sorry for interrupting you here uh, just before yeah. we begin with the second topic uh, i would just want one clarification on the first one that is uh, yeah. in this decade uh, in the five, past 5 to 10 years uh we saw a lot of startups they built from initial stage they bootstrap themselves they uh, borrow money and they get incubated but uh, what i have observed from my perspective is at the end of 5 years 6 years when they are making fair amount of revenue they sell themselves to some of the top mnc's and what yes. i feel is that is one of the most dangerous thing what a startup could do for an indian ecosystem Hmm. because uh I, because those all those uh, operations is done by an mnc which is probably from china from usa and they entirely operate the company by yeah. obtaining major stakes so how do you see this point of view okay let me let let me give a little perspective on this uh, this uh, there is nothing wrong in selling off your companies because let me tell you as a entrepreneur see there are two different uh, types one is a in- innovator and the other one is a entrepreneur mm-hmm. see innovator need not be a entrepreneur so innovator may start of a company but as the company starts growing he may find it difficult to operate that and he doesn't want the company to die so he wants to take out uh, whatever uh, you know uh, his intellectual uh, uh, rights right. as a capital he wants to take it off and then you know start doing something else so that is perfectly fine if you are not you don't have entrepreneurial skills so sell it off at a good price and start something on your own because you are essentially in a you know inventor uh, uh innovator yeah. so that is that is what is uh, what i feel is but while right. selling it uh, sell it off make sure that you sell it to a company which will take it to the next level uh, without hampering the without hampering uh, the national interest also uh, i as you said it rightly that chinese has a predatory uh, kind of uh, system wherein uh, they keep looking at things and then you know uh, start grabbing everything that they have so there is a you know again uh, you have to be very uh, calculated and also look at your interest as well as the nat- national interest in mind before you are selling it off but selling per se is not a, a wrong decision as long as if you are not a if you don't have entrepreneur entrepreneurial abilities that right. is right yes sir thank you so much thank you so much for this answer yes sir we shall proceed for the yeah. second topic second one now the second issue is uh, we call it as satisfactory underperformance mm-hmm. now uh, you know you, i i am reminded of a movie scene from a movie called three idiot mm-hmm. in that you know this uh, there is a first exam that is conducted and uh, results are out uh two friends of rancho paran and raju look at the result and they are uh, bottom two right. they don't see a rancho's name in that and uh, they are unhappy they are you know very unhappy they think that rancho has failed 
but you know they somebody comes and tells them that rancho has stopped now what is their reaction they are more unhappy than that of uh, what they were are happy the reason was because they were a little more happy to see that somebody else has failed now this is what i call it as satisfactory underperformance right now let me explain it in in terms of entrepreneurship yes uh, you know there are there are many startups uh, start doing well but uh, don't end up becoming big like paytms and olas hmm. there are only hardly uh, you know a uh, few companies who have really made it big others have remained to the level where you know they are reasonably successful companies yes. but not a big successes okay mm-hmm. if you li- really analyze the reason behind it we realize that there are most of the startups are happy with whatever small uh, success that they achieve and don't scale up okay to make it as a big success okay now scaling up what is the reason why they would not scale it up uh, one is they may not have a capability to scale up that is okay if you don't have a capability that is okay but uh, i see another issue there um, one of the issue that i want to highlight and that i call it as a, a satisfactory underperformance this is uh, linked to what we consider in our what we considered is our ecosystem mm-hmm. and uh, your peer group now you must have heard the ancient uh, phrase kupu manduk uh, frog in the well okay right mm-hmm. uh, frog in the well considers the well itself as their uh, word and feels happy about it right because he is good the you know available uh, few there in the well yes the same thing happens with a lot of startups that is where i call it as what is the what is your ecosystem and who is your peer group okay because uh, understand how do we assess our success we assess our success in the relative terms it's all always a relative term you judge your success based on your comparison with others right right consider uh, our peer or competitor as our uh, barometer for a success and whatever peer that you are in whatever group that you are in and whatever you consider as a competitor if you are doing better than them then you consider yourself as successful true and the tendency of contentment creeps in you start getting contented you are feeling happy about what you are doing because you think that you are doing better than others right and you don't try harder to scale it up or go into a next orbit mm-hmm. yes and that i call it as satisfactory underperformance so okay. the problem is not your abilities the problem is not that you cannot do it the problem is that you are contented and you are happy with whatever you are doing and thereby dwarfing your possibilities of growth okay right this i call as satisfactory underperformance yes right it you know i uh, i got uh, 90% marks i am hmm. happy but the moment i look at my friend's marks and he's got 89% i'm perfectly happy now right why is that happened because i have compared my success with somebody else yes. who is better than me true i am capable of 95% but right now i am very happy even i in the underperformance because i have compared it with a wrong person right yes. and that is satisfactory underperformance yes so um, uh we need to really look at whether i am satisfactorily underperforming i am not living up to my capabilities 
I have a possibility of scale up and becoming big, but I'm not doing it. So I need to review it and make sure that I don't fall into this particular trap. Let me give you a small example before we close. Yes, sir, sure. You know, look at Belgavi as a. I always look at Belgavi mm-hmm. uh, industry. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of industries in Belgaum. A lot of firms started in late sixties. Right. Started. Uh, you know, uh, along with uh, when Reliance started, when Dubai started its Reliance, is in the similar time. Mm-hmm. In fact, there are some companies which are even even which have even started before Reliance started. Wow. but you i not i don't find a single company even 10% of what reliance is today right right the journey is, journey period is same 45 50 years mm-hmm. but how come not a single company even come even close to 10% of what reliance is today the answer could be into the satisfactory underperformance yes yes many had the capacity many had a possibility of becoming big but they did not do it because they were happy and contented of course this matter needs uh, investigation and research further yes. but one of the reason or a hypothetical reason could be a satisfactory exactly. underperformance very yeah. true so uh, before i close it i want to make a closing remark and then if there is a question we can take it yes, it is important to keep, keep these two pitfalls in mind one is a failure of success and the other one is satisfactory underperformance so that you can avoid this trap and becoming vigilant the reason why i said this is because i want you to remain caution about it cautious about it and don't fall into this trap i really wish all my youngsters all my friends all are into startup to really become big and i i i wish you a great success thank you so much thank for you, giving sir. me opportunity thank you so here. much thank you so much this were uh, this was really a great session i have had so far because this area this is an area where uh, many of the speakers don't talk about that is satisfactory and performance and this is one of my favorite topic now because i would definitely look <laughs> up you. to that we don't fall into these pitfalls and i would definitely recommend also people that this is there is something called uh, all is well syndrome and uh, etc <laughs> all right yeah okay of course uh, one one more point that i would like to say yes, that sir. these are uh, these concepts are borrowed of course whatever is my reading mm-hmm. one of the great thinkers uh, dr sumantra goshal has spoken about this in one of his book which he wrote in 2004 Uh, managing the radical change so i would also request the um, listener the audience to have go through please go through this book and it's a very important book for any every entrepreneur so sure sir definitely dr sumantra goshal has written this book. yes yes i shall add up the link uh, on the description so that all our audience all our listeners can directly go and purchase that book Yeah, right yeah. okay uh, sir uh, just yeah. to know about uh, we all know that uh, india today and entire entire global recession or global economy is slide down and there are various startups which are coming up there are also uh, many startups which are again getting shut uh, what is that one area or what what is that one industry which you bet upon uh, what uh, where you think this industry is particularly which would not be much affected by the global recession or this panoramic of covid-19 okay now uh, uh, see please understand that we are definitely going to get affected let's not again be under that all is well syndrome right and each each and every industry is going to get affected except for maybe something like pharmaceutical uh, industry which is doing good 
other than that every industry is going to take a hit but i feel that this is a time don't worry about getting into industry where there is a scope i personally uh, would suggest do whatever you do it best right and keep on innovating keep on innovating innovation has a future no doubt about that yes it may we may have to wait for some time maybe a years time six month to years time to th- for the things to get settled down but india as a uh, as a country we are uh, quite better off than um, most of the economies because we are basically agriculture based and uh, there is a lot of uh, uh, unorganized in fact something which uh, the whole world laughed at us that unorganized sector right. in fact unorganized we will uh, help us sail through this uh, difficult time so uh, keep on doing whatever you are doing right uh, look at the situation assess the uh, environment and try to adopt uh, your solutions uh, which are more india centric okay. right and if you have india centric solutions for whatever you are doing whether you are in it or mechanical engineering or electronics or uh, or you know you know uh, uh, automation you will have a future provided you get up you have a india centric solutions and you have a innovative solution so that is the key for success yes i'm sure so this will help our audience to narrow na- narrow down their ideas in very bit man but i would want to know the personal side as that this is the professional side we discussed about you and uh, this was really great but i want to know as in person how are you so there will be some short questions about uh, your personal life and your personal behavior all right <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah is it no problem okay so what are you grateful for i'm grateful to god for my life itself because if i exist everything exists so i'm grateful to god for my life and a healthy life uh, thankfully i'm i'm healthy even at the age of 43 now right right yes okay uh, we go for the second question that is uh, what are you doing today to invest in your relationships well uh, i i don't yeah i understand your question in fact i feel that um, every you know a relationships come from heart and uh, i believe in uh, four dimensions one is love the other one is compassion right. third one is care and fourth one is service so if i have if i keep these four dimensions in mind i'm sure my relationship will always be intact okay uh, let's move on to the third question uh, what have been your biggest mistakes in your career so far sir uh now now let me tell you there could be uh, mistakes there could be problems but i don't have a, uh, uh you know uh, i don't think uh, uh, any uh, i i regret anything in my life whatever i have done i am i was i am happy about it because even if there was a failure or even if there was a mistake mm-hmm. it actually gave me an experience and that experience is very very vital so i am thankful for those bad experiences also yeah so i don't have any regret <laughs> definitely sir okay this is the last question for this podcast and a very interesting question yeah please yes uh, what are you pretending not to know sir uh to be very honest i am an engineer but uh, i am not very comfortable with the technology mm-hmm. so sometimes i i would pretend that i know a little bit of technology because they should not be taking it wrongly <laughs> right. so that is the one thing but generally otherwise as a behavior i never pretend mm-hmm. in fact i am known for um, 
straight talks uh, many times people don't like or get hurt uh, but i don't pretend uh, one of the pretension is this you know i know a little bit of technology can be a pretension <laughs> sometimes because as a as an engineer people expect me to know something yeah. which uh, uh, i probably don't know so uh, uh, apart from this i don't uh, believe in pretensions uh, even if uh, people may not like it at that particular moment mm-hmm. they realize that uh, whatever i'm talking is straight from the heart and there is no uh, bad intention behind it so um, uh, they come back and they uh, they realize that uh, uh, you know my intentions were definitely wrong and of course if i feel that if i hurt somebody i don't have a problem in saying sorry to anybody even in the public uh, i praise also in public and i say sorry also in public so that has been a philosophy of life yes definitely <laughs> great the great it was great to have uh, you here upon the podcast and we are looking forward to have your game and also guide our young startup founders about the same thank you so much thank you sir thank you so much it was nice talking to you